Warning: This podcast contains discussions of an adult nature and sometimes a graphic nature. It's not suitable for children. Strong language and adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, witches and witchlings. Park your broomsticks. Slip into something a little more comfortable. Grab your adult libations. Don't know what a libation is? Then you're probably not old enough to be here. Because we're about to enter... Witch Talk After Dark. Welcome to Witch Talk After Dark, everyone. I am Lacey, and I am joined with my co-host, Lola. Hi. Today, we're going to talk about readings. There are different kinds of readings you can get, and we both have had multiple done recently, and we have discussed it, and we've just found that it was interesting, the things that we found out and the differences in the readings and yeah, and we may have someone on here that did one of those soon, and uh, so this will be this will be fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so um, the reason I got readings was because, um, well, one, I had obviously messaged Lacey, and I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like I should get readings from these people, and she was like, me too, and so we thought it would be really fun to actually share with you guys what we got from our readings. So I got my readings from, well, technically I got my readings from four different people. So just to list them off for you guys, in case you wanted to go get readings from them, you can find all of these people on Instagram. The first one that I got was from Hex Slut. The second one I got from Afro Spiritual. The third I got from Monroe Rodriguez. And the fourth I got from Dahlia Tarot. And so, um, some of the readings were tarot readings and some of the readings were um, bone throwing. So I, I can go into that as well. I think yours were all tarot, right, Lacey? Correct. Yes. Yeah. So um, my big reason for wanting to go and get readings was because um, I've had a desire since coming to my deployed location to connect a little bit more with my ancestors. That's one part of my practice that I haven't connected with. I've occasionally done work with deities. I've done lots of work with spirit guides. I've done lots of work with self. I've done lots of shadow work. And that just seemed like the one part that I just hadn't touched yet. So I decided I'm going to, to try to do it. And I just kept running into roadblocks. So I was like, mm, I guess I should seek help, you know? Yes, definitely. Mine was for the fact that I don't know anything about my um, biological dad or that side of the family. And so when it comes to like ancestors and working with them, I've always been kind of lost and not known what direction I wanted to take. Um, I know that you can do things to um, connect with them on your own without having readings and stuff, but it's just kind of nice to have that um, clarity in a way. Most people know who and where they come from. <laughs> So I feel like it's like the person who always drives the car. Sometimes it's nice to be the passenger. 
and be able to look around and enjoy the scenery. And that's what it's like to get readings from people. And yeah, it, it, getting readings is a fun process. Obviously none of these readings were free for us. So don't go getting a bunch of readings if you can't afford it, you know, and I would say always make sure that the person you're getting readings from has been doing readings for a while. The people that we got readings from have been doing readings for a while and they know what they're doing. This isn't, they just picked up a tarot deck a few weeks ago and now they're, they're having people pay them to do readings that these people have been doing readings nearly their whole lives. And so it's lots of experience, lots of experience. Yep. So I don't know, should we tell them? some of the stuff that we had happen during our readings and like specifically what we asked about? Yeah, definitely. So uh, Lola got her readings done first. Um, so you start and then I'll go off of that. Um, I only had my readings done from two people so far, um, Afro Spiritual um, and the other one was Gemini Moon. Zero one. <laughs> you can, mm -hmm, find, you mm -hmm. can find all of these people that we've gotten readings from on TikTok, on Instagram. Um, yeah. And we, and when we post um, about this, we will, we'll link them. Yeah. We'll tag them. So it was, it was a good time. I got to tell you, I really enjoyed getting my reading. So I first got my reading with Hexlet because I was like, listen, I cannot get my ancestors to talk to me. I, they little pieces would come through, but there wasn't a whole bunch of stuff that would come through. And I'm like, I don't get it. Like, do they not like me? Like I've heard of people having their, you know, just having coffee with their ancestors in the morning. And I'm sitting here like, Hey, where are you guys at? Like waving my hands, like saying yoo-hoo and nobody's showing up. And, um, I have my ancestral altar and everything on occasionally, like I'll just get a little blip and, but nothing's really coming through. So I was like, I don't understand what's going on. I had this particular ancestor that it turns out wasn't an ancestor, but um, that has been attached to me since birth. And she was not very nice in the beginning. It's a whole different story, but essentially I had to get her removed. It's a entity removal type thing, psychic removal. And I had to go through this process of getting her removed. And after she was removed, suddenly, suddenly she was really nice. And she was like, well, I'll help you. And I was like, mm, dude, I don't trust you. Like get lost. And so when I went to, yeah, when I went to Hexlet, I was like, hey, listen, um, like my ancestors aren't talking to me. What am I doing wrong? And Hex was like, uh, your ancestor said one, it's about time. And then they, and then she said, there's the second thing that you need to do first, but with her, it was a very quick reading because this was a situation where it was, um, just real quick off the cuff. Hey, I need it. Like, you know, if you're willing to do it in the next 10 minutes type situation. And so I got this reading done and I was like, okay, so they want me to work with them and they're they're like, it's about time, but apparently I'm not supposed to work with them yet. And I was like, I don't know what the hell that means. So I was like, you know what? I'm curious about this. So I went to Afro spiritual and I have to say that reading was, was absolutely amazing. And he was more than happy. Like he, let me just say that apparently I'm not an easy read. Almost every single person that I've gone to has said that. 
and it's because of you know something that's going on with my ancestry and so poor afro was like uh this isn't you know i don't normally have ancestors refuse to speak to me i don't know what's going on i'm getting little bits and pieces too and i was like okay it's not just me apparently <laughs> this is a thing like my ancestors don't want to talk to anybody what the hell and um so i did my reading with him he pulled out multiple decks he was so calm and sweet during the whole thing. He was like, I'm going to be real with you and, you know, just laid out some stuff. And what it turns out to be is I have a male ancestor from way, way back. We're talking North African uh, ancestor from like the 1300s, which I didn't find out what time frame he was from until another reading. And he apparently in a, an attempt, he did uh, sorcery. So I come from a long line of practitioners and he did something he wasn't supposed to do. He either murdered a woman or when the woman died, either way, he attached her essence to him. He was very possessive. He attached her essence to him. And then he went on to have children and he basically passed her essence down and she's turned into kind of like this family curse. And he's turned into like this family curse. And he essentially feeds on family members energetically to kind of keep himself elevated, to kind of keep himself alive in the, in the desire to kind of come back in some way. And so even saying this out loud sounds insane to me. So during the reading, this woman I'm talking about, who is now known as Auntie, she used to be known as the hag, but she prefers to be called Auntie. Um, Auntie put a knife to Dimitri's throat, Afro's throat during the reading. He could actually feel what felt like a blade against his neck while he was doing the reading. And he was like, there is something they don't want you to know. They, there, is, there is something going on. It, this female has a, has a male counterpart. And so I started to get a little bit of the story and I had already booked with Monroe and Dimitri was like, you might want to talk to Monroe as well. So two people ended up referring me to Monroe. So I was like, well, apparently universe, you freaking want me to go talk to Monroe. So I'm going to. And so Monroe has uh, multiple initiations. Um, he's been doing spiritual work since he was little. Uh, I think he's been doing readings since he was little. And so I went to him and it was like, if you, if you guys ever see him on TikTok or if you ever see him on um, Instagram, he seems so serious, doesn't he, Lacey? And his readings, his readings, I don't, did you, you, did you get a reading from him I yet? I haven't yet because the one I want to do is not cheap. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So I'm waiting, but yeah, it's uh, when you told me about your reading with him, I was like, what? <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> yeah. So he seems so serious, but when you actually sit down and speak with him, he's like laughing and he's like excited. I don't know. I've never experienced somebody that was just so excited to do a reading. And he was just like, you could hear him every once in a while and you'd hear as he throws the bones and they like hit something. And then you can hear him spitting. And he's like, I assume spitting alcohol. I have no idea what he's spitting, but he's spitting something across the stuff to kind of like re-clear the energy. I assume that's what I, that's what I pictured in my mind. Can you imagine like actually being there like in person? Wouldn't that be amazing? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it would be, it would be a sight to see. And then, so the, the unique thing about Monroe is during my reading, 
So this ancestor, in order to be able to do this, this magical, like, nonsense, essentially, um, he made a deal with um, a type of entity. And this entity was there. And Monroe has a tendency as part of his initiations, spirits will possess him. So during the session, this entity kept trying to screw with him, kept trying to grab his arm, kept making his arm stiffen up. And he would be like, listen, motherfucker. And like, and then he'd start laughing and he'd be like, I see you, motherfucker. And he'd just like start talking to somebody that's like not me. And I'm like, okay, there's a whole party going on. And I apparently I'm witnessing it and they're my ancestors and nobody's talking to me. (laughs) And so there was similar themes that came up. The female came up, the male came up. This is where I found out like Monroe actually was able to trace my ancestors. So I do have some DNA and then Monroe was actually tracing the trek that they made and was like able to tell me like which cities and countries they went through and was able to like tell me the time frame. And it was kind of crazy that, that somebody was able to do that. It was like revalidating like my DNA results from like 23andMe. And so it turns out that, that this, that's how I found out that this guy was, was basically feeding off of every generation that's come after him. And that the secret that they didn't want me to know was that if I knew I'm the person who can fix it, I'm the person who can break it. I'm the person who can break the contract with the entity and the entity was there. And it was like, eventually like sat off in the corner sulking and was like giving little bits and pieces for the reading every once in a while. And it was like, it was like a, um, a crazy telenovela that you just didn't want to stop watching. And I was just so thrilled about it. Um, But there was some similar things that came up, as I said. And then my final reading was again, again, I had already booked with Dahlia. And so uh, I got my reading with Dahlia and hers wasn't live. So the other three were live, but hers was recorded. And uh, again, it was just interesting to watch because I was able to actually watch the video. So I watched Dahlia deal the cards. I watched her smoking and like blowing the smoke on the cards. And it was just really interesting to be able to almost like witness their, their process. It was really cool to do that. Um, and then I was, um, interested to find out that, so this specifically, I had asked about my path because I had already found out about my ancestors. I know what I need to do to take care of this particular ancestor. I won't be sharing on the podcast because that's for my practice, but, um, I do know what I need to do to kind of get rid of this parasite of an ancestor because not all ancestors are good. And I just happen to be the lucky one that got the, the won the lottery of shitty ancestors. Um, most ancestors, you won't run into this issue. This is a rare type of thing. And, um, and Dahlia was like, as far as my path is concerned, she started laying out my path and she started telling me things and I'm like, oh shit. Like Dahlia told me, apparently I'm supposed to potentially go into doing uh, some type of death magic or um, death working, and uh, which is going to be significant when you hear Lacey's stuff and what she's talking about. And she said that apparently my mentors are already around, but it won't be a mentor-mentee relationship. It will more be like a colleague relationship, and there will be a give and take on both ends. And 
that apparently I'm supposed to start a publishing company. I have no clue how I'm going to do that, but I'm supposed to publish spiritual books of individuals who would not normally have a voice. So I took that to mean apparently we need some more people of color, indigenous and black spiritual books out there. And then, um, yeah, so it was, and then I won't share with you guys uh, on the podcast, maybe another episode or something of the different paths that were the same, of the different readings, the same paths kept coming up for three out of four of the readers. Um, one reader was like, yeah, I can kind of see that, but I think you should steer away from that and kind of go towards this one. But the other three were like, no, this is, this is what you need to go into. And for, you know, personal reasons, I'm not going to specifically share that here, but the fact that the same path kept coming up for almost all the readers and well, they, the same path did come up for all readers, just whether or not I should take that path didn't come up for all the readers, but it was just really, 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 really interesting and very, very clarifying uh, to be able to get readings from some people who have, you know, had a lot of experience with it. It's crazy. It's funny because um, you've already told me all of this, but still hearing again, I'm just like super <laughs> engrossed in your story. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, yeah, it, it's funny because um, I'm usually pretty hard to read. And so when I got on with Afro, um, he, he kind of looked a little... Um, on edge. And he said that he was really sorry up front because all of the readings that he had done for that day were pretty rough. And, uh, he'd had to tell quite a few people some pretty rough stuff. <laughs> so he was warning me beforehand that my reading might not be that great because of the way that things have gone that day. And so I was like, Oh, great. You know, this is, this is going to be fun. So <laughs> anyways, he, um, he dove right into it. And as Lola said, he's very sweet. Um, He's very soft-spoken, and I mean, I, I've known this just from from knowing him. But uh, yeah, it was it was a great reading. Um, he, I don't know, the 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 way he went with it was much different than I thought. I've also had DNA tests done from every single place because um, I'm super interested in knowing where I come from. However, I can't, I don't know my biological side of my, you know, my father's side because I don't have his DNA on there. So it still didn't help me. Like it, it helped me as far as my, my mother's side, um, but not my father's side. So um, right away, he, he pulled cards for um, the Norse path. Um, and I kind of knew that. Um, I've told Lola before that my DNA is pretty much 50-50 Irish Scandinavian on my mother's side. And uh, so I wasn't surprised about the Norse. I'm sure people would be so surprised if they saw you. <laughs> the, the Norse, the Norse Irish side. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, what I was really uh, surprised about was that he brought up the ancient side, which was, the, was Slavic witchcraft, which is pretty hard to find information on any of that stuff. Um, and that, that is the direction that I should actually be going in. Um, he did tell me, I also had a generational 
curse, but not really a curse. It was more like a deal that was made um, with the wrong person and I need to go back and I need to fix this kind of stuff. He told me what I need to do, but of course I'm not going to go into that as well. <laughs> That's my business. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, this is it. This is a, what do they call it? Um, a taco burrito conversation, nachos. Nachos. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I would love to share, but I don't want to at the same time. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, the cards that he was dealing with, he did pull um, a card right away that would associate with Thor. Uh, he said that I have a really strong connection with, with Thor if I wanted to work with my Nordic side. Um, and he also brought up the dead speakers. So that was super interesting to me because um, Lola got the same thing. And now I don't know if it was from from Afro, was it? No, no. Yeah, so. um, Afro was a particular path. Um, the death, the death magic slash death um, speaker type thing was from Dahlia. Okay. Which was, which my question to her was specifically about mentorship and, and my path. Right. Definitely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was interesting to me. Yeah. I don't know. Um, there, uh, Afro also told me that, you know, I've, I've always been able to see and speak with spirits. I can hear them. It's never really been a secret. And I, I kind of always knew that I had some, you know, empathic things going on and, and stuff like that. But he said that I'm not just, it's not like there's all these many paths that, you know, everybody says I can do this and I can do this. I am just strictly straight up a medium, 100%. And the, the, the problem is that I come from a family that doesn't believe in that kind of stuff. And so um, always knowing that I could do these things and always, and, and they just came naturally and stuff like that. Uh, I kind of suppressed it, you know, until the last, that makes sense. you know, maybe 10 years. Yeah. Um, obvious can't, I obviously cannot suppress seeing and hearing the spirits, but you can um, act like you don't. Um, but I've really um, embraced it lately. And I, and um, he said that I really need to embrace it a lot more than I already have. <laughs> um, it, you know, you, you get readings like this and it's kind of crazy to hear, um, not crazy. I mean, for, for other people, probably crazy um, that are really not much believers um, as we are. But um, just some of the things that they tell you that you need to do in order to take this step in your life um, and to fix things and to progress in, in, way, in other ways and stuff, it's, it can be a little um, hard to swallow if that, you know, um, mm -hmm. I can't really talk about what I'm talking about, but I'm sure you can imagine. <laughs> Well, for me, just to give an example, the whole publisher thing, like I, if, if you ever know me when I was little, my parents would ground me and the only thing I was allowed to do was read. So for me, reading is punishment. And now I'm supposed to start a publishing company, which means you have to read the books to make sure they're good before they go out. So I'm, I'm going into this kicking and screaming, which means this is a hard pill to swallow, that this is my responsibility. And it's like, I don't, I don't want it. I don't like it. And the, it, but spirit is like, you know, my ancestors are like, no, this is what you're supposed to do. Too bad. Like pull it, put on your big girl panties and do what you got to do. <laughs> well, see, I'm writing the book that I still haven't uh, sent to you. So maybe I need to send it and then you can pub publish my book first. 
<laughs> there we go. Woo! Yay! You heard it here first. <laughs> Lola's my publisher. Everybody else, back off. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he did tell me that if I was to take the path um, that he he told me that I should take, that it's going to definitely turn my world upside down. Um, and a really good sense, not like a scary, crazy, throw me out of whack sense, but um, that it will definitely be an uphill climb to this destination that I need to go in. And it's not if I want to, it's that I have to. Um, and it will be interesting because he said that once I get there, I'm going to realize that I was already there. So, you know, <laughs> isn't that weird? So wait, so, it's an uphill climb and then I'm going to go, wait, I was at the top the whole time. I just needed to realize it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, and then, you know, one of the, the things that I found super interesting is that, um, I had told Lola that for about two weeks before I got this reading, I have had an owl show up at my window every single night and it'll just sit out there and it will just chatter away for, for hours. And, um, the first few nights it was really hard to, to deal with because it would just keep me up the whole entire time. And then after a while it became kind of soothing. Um, and well, I welcomed it. Um, I know that many people, there's so many different meanings for owls, um, depending on your, you know, your ancestry and, and how you were brought up some, it could, it could be a bad omen for people. And for others, it could be um, a welcome thing. Um, and, and for me, um, I've always loved owls. I, I think owls are great. Um, and I welcome, you know, their presence. So um, he, he pulled this card and it was the owl. And he told me this right, right in the beginning, you know, he immediately pulled it. And so I'm like trying to like listen, but in the back of my head, I'm just like, he said, he said the owl, he just, he said the fucking owl, like seriously, did he really just, like, <laughs> so I'm like super trying to like pay attention to everything that he's saying. But then I finally was like, did you, did you say owl? Because you know, this happened. And so I told him and he said that, yeah, it has a lot to do with, um, with my family. Um, but that it was here to give, um, wisdom and, and any way, shape or form that I needed in my life, it was there for that reason. So um, and, and I did feel that it was kind of like, um, it, it was there to watch over me. Uh, at first it was in a way it was like, I'm, I'm, I'm here, bitch. Here I am. Listen to me. You need to realize that this is coming. And it was annoying because I do have a hard time letting new things in because of my mm -hmm. past and things that have happened. And so, but yeah, I, I feel like it was kind of like, um, it was kind of like an opening to what was coming uh so that i would be able to accept it easier <laughs> connect the dots yeah. yeah you know so yeah um so so afro was very much um my ancestry as far as that gemini's was a had a lot to do with you know what my ancestors had to say to me you know, um, and what they thought about me, which can be unnerving, you know, isn't it, it mm -hmm. just to think, oh, you know, your ancestor thinks this about you. And um, so, I mean, that was kind of scary, you know, um, in a spiritual way, because nobody knows you better than your ancestors, honestly, and um, they all know what you're capable of. And if you're not doing things that they think that you should be doing, 
you're going to hear it. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but he also did say that I have a long journey ahead of me and that, you know, the things that I'm, that I need to do to get to this next path in my life is going to, you know, kind of, um, spiral me, but in a positive direction. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, he did say that, you know, I need to, uh, I, that I am a positive person, but I'm not a positive person with myself. I do have a problem with, um, not thinking the worst about things um, and about myself because of the situations that I have been in. And, you know, you know what I've come from the last 15 years have been a shit show. <laughs> so, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I just dealt with it. And, and now I'm at this point in my life where I just feel like um, that I was kind of stuck. And that's, that is ultimately why I asked for, you know, the ancestral readings. I, I, I obviously want to know my, ancestry but i felt really stuck and i and i've wanted to connect with my ancestors but i just didn't know where to start so yeah yeah i i liked i liked gemini's his was recorded and sent to me um i did send that to you mm -hmm. um and uh i liked watching his process it's it's interesting just how different everybody's process is my 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 process is way different than than what they both did for me, as I'm sure, you know. Now, do you read tarot? Or do you just do the pendulum? I, I, I will do Oracle and I will get hits off of Oracle cards. Um, I find that for me, because it's not something that I connected to easily, it would be something that would take a lot of work for me to kind of memorize the meetings and try, kind of trust myself with it. So I've never really honed that particular skill. Right, but you are a master with your pendulums. <laughs> so. Me and my pendulums, we do have quite the bond, and they and wrong. they have yeah, they have actually even readings for other people. They have never been wrong. So, uh, and that's just to kind of give the listeners a little bit of insight. I am not connecting to a spirit when I read with my pendulums. I'm connecting to higher self. So this is me tapping into that part of myself that's the closest to source. So I'm not, this is not me doing pendulum work and, and like a Ouija board and I'm trying to talk to the spirits. That's not, that's not how I do it. So the reason that it's, it's accurate is because it's, it's coming from me and it's coming from source. Um, yeah, if you're going to start doing pendulum work, I, I recommend you start there. Do not start doing spirits until after you've become a lot. I mean, if that's what comes naturally to you, then, you know, do a little bit of research and then do it. But for the average person, you don't know what you're going to be speaking to. So start by trusting and knowing you're speaking to yourself and, and feeling what that feels like and feeling what accurate feels like before you start working with spirits or um, you start working with entities or, or deities or anything you might be communicating with just to make sure that you know what accurate is. You know what, what feels right. Absolutely. Yeah. What I liked, you sent me the video for Gemini and I didn't watch every single one of them because you, I mean, you obviously gave me the rundown for most of it, but um, it was very, I don't want to say theatrical because theatrical sounds fake. It was very cinemagraphic. Mm -hmm. It was really neat. I was like, wow, like either this person just really easily does like 
camera work or this really took some forethought and like some attention to detail. And for me, when I was watching the first two videos of yours and just getting the beginning part of the reading, I was like, do you know what kind of time that takes? And for me, I'm like, that's special. That means something when, when it's, when it's that much time is taken to all the aspects of the reading, not just like, I'm just going to slap some card cards down and I'm going to tell you what it says. Yeah. 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 And I, I, it's very, very much, um, personal, you know, it's, it is 100% for you. Uh, before I started, you know, there was, there were quite, there was questions he asked, not that pertain to the reading at all. Um, <clears throat> but like, you know, that would, you know, go along with it. Like, uh, things that my spirits would like and offerings and stuff like that. And it was, it was really neat. I, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, there's a lot of his that I probably won't share because it was actually really personal, but um, Lola is my sister. And so she gets to know all that stuff, but, <laughs> but, and you got to know all the details of my telenovela, but <laughs> we, we, this is, and we're not, we're not trying to be like secretive about it with our listeners. Obviously we love you guys. We want to tell you lots of stuff, but there are times in your life where there's going to be certain things with your path that you're going to keep to yourself until you've gotten past that point. Then you talk about it. But while you're going through it, you don't want any outside interference. You don't want any outside opinion. You don't want any outside manipulation, whatever you know, word you might use for distraction or something along those lines. So you, you kind of like keep it as they call it, close hold, and you just allow yourself to really experience it fully before you go sharing it with the world. Absolutely, definitely. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there isn't. <laughs> I, I did really like the part where he said, I'm, um, I'm ready to embark on something new and exciting in the very near future. Um, I kind of want to know what that mm -hmm. is. Feel like I feel like that's a trip. Like that's a trip of some kind. I think so too. Yeah, to see like someone really special. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, it is exciting. I'm excited. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so I feel like you know if you're going to get a reading, just make sure that you do know these people. I'm. I, there there are plenty of people out there that will you know, that do readings and you can just walk into some places. You have to be careful with some of those places. Um, but uh, I feel like knowing the people a little bit beforehand is important. Um, and then you kind of know, you can, you, you know how to read them when they're reading you. <laughs> so. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yep. I, I kind of, um, I kind of feel like as we're telling this, I don't know if our listeners are going to feel the same way, but it's almost like, like you were saying, like we believe in this stuff. So to us, it's believable, but to say it out loud, it feels crazy. It's like you have an ancestor from the 1300s that made a deal with an entity and attached a woman's essence to him and then passed that down. Like that sounds like some, I don't know. Woo woo. Some magi <laughs> yeah, some magicians, the TV show stuff that that is like my life. And he, it and even if it's just the way that 
energy is expressing itself in a story that I can grasp and understand, who cares? It's, it's a good story. It's going to help me further my path. It's going to help me do the work that I need to do. So if it sounds crazy to you while you're getting the reading, if it sounds crazy in a bad way, obviously, you know, take that with a grain of salt. But if it's like, that explains so much in my life. I know that this sounds nuts, but by God, this is, this is making so much sense and it's connecting the dots, then go with it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and you know, there's, there were, there are times during the readings where I would just, you could get, you just got this rush of, um, you know, uh, you just got this rush over, over my body and my, like I would, I would chill up and get, you know, and so tingles, like you, confirmation you know, tingles. Yeah. You know, when it's legit. <laughs> Mm -hmm. but yeah <clears throat> just listen to yourself definitely listen to to uh your body and your spirit and your soul and <laughs> just listen you know woo you're gonna know yeah because all of that uh mystical woo woo we love and uh it's very much real to us mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah what are the things that uh before we get off you know i don't know how much longer we're gonna keep chatting about this, but I just did want to interject that um, those people that reach out to you in your DMs and say, uh, Ancestor has a message for you. And if you Venmo me, I will share the message. They are fake. They are frauds. Do not go to them. Do not respond to them. Just delete and block yep. or block and delete. Don't give them any of your energy or your time. <laughs> nope. You could end up in a very bad situation. They could be energy vampires. It could be a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. So stay away from those people. Like we, we knew to go to these individuals because they had been referred. Some of them had been referred by people that we already knew. Some of them had been referred just by, you know, things we had seen on the internet, people talking about how great they are. So yeah, personal, relationship. knew, yeah. personal relationships. Yeah. So we knew that they were legit. Absolutely. You know, and you can always just, you can always tell if you have a gut feeling that they're not, then, then trust that. Even if they are, honestly, even if they are legit, if you don't feel like they're going to be right for you, then don't use them. Not everybody is right for you. So. Nope. <laughs> and, and sometimes a reading will be vague and it's, not really answering the question. Those are, those are the times where you're like, I don't know if this person has been doing this very long. Mm -hmm. That's not, a, that's not anything to say that there's anything wrong with them. And especially if it's only like they did a $5 or $10 reading. Okay. But um, it means they probably don't have a lot of experience. They don't have a lot of trust in themselves and they haven't been reading very long. So right, you get what you paid for. You do get what you pay for. And, you know, um, and to bring that subject up, not everybody's reading is going to be the same. Um, Lola's from, from Afro was over an hour, right? Correct. Mm -hmm. It's over an hour, hour, hour. I think it went hour 10 to hour and 15. Cause I paid for an hour and mine was legit 15 to 20 minutes. Um, mm -hmm. And, and it's, it's interesting because I'm a very hard person to read. If you ask Hex, it's like, let your guard down. And it's like, yeah, I, I, you know, it's just, that's just how it is. I'm very hard to read, but with Afro, it was like, I just opened up and he just saw everything. Boom, boom, boom. And he was just like, holy cow. You know, I went from having like the hardest readings before you to 
yours is like so easy and just clear and out there and and uh which was weird for me you know but in a good way mm-hmm. <laughs> it was nice it was it was really nice and uh yeah. <laughs> i think also uh, you and i like there was some surprises in there for sure but there were some things that when they said it, it was like, yeah, I freaking knew that. I was just too afraid to say it or too afraid to think it or too afraid to do it. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, the dead speakers and the Slavic witchcraft for me was, um, was definitely that what <laughs> moment, you know, because um, I'm not like um, one of those witches that's like, oh, I'm all love and light and stuff because I'm not. Um, if you make me mad, I will fuck you up. <laughs> but I, you know, but some of the things he told me about this, um, and to like start on these paths are um, not typical for me to do, and it is going to be challenging for me to to do these things that I need to do in order to to progress. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like I told Savvy about some of them and she's like, I don't know if I'm okay with that. <laughs> you know? And I was like, well, you're fine. It's not you. It's me. And I'm doing this for you. <laughs> so yeah, you don't you, have to continue I, with it. I'm climbing the damn mountain to already be at the top just so that you can just stand there. <laughs> yes. And you can just reap the rewards. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. But in a good way. And then you and I were talking about the potential of trying to get our priestesshood over the next couple of years too. So yeah. we'll see what that looks like. Um, we'll we'll kind of we may share some things along that path as well. But um, if you guys didn't know, um, we've both you've been practicing twenty years too, right? Yeah. Twenty some odd years. Yep. So um, both of us have been practicing for a couple of decades now. And I don't know, I always felt like, um, and this is completely different topic, but I always felt like a resistance to doing the, the priestess stuff because you see a lot of people online and they call themselves priestesses. And I always assumed that priestess status meant that I had to have a coven. And I kind of do in my membership, the Mystic Rebel Arts membership, um, there's 30 members in there or 33 members in there, but, um, I don't really run it like a coven. It's like the most laissez fair coven ever. It's just like, yeah, I'm here and I love you guys. And I'm going to guide you whatever way I can, but here's what the, you need to do. So go do your work. And if you have any questions, yeah, that I, I'm here for you. This is your path though. I'm going to walk alongside you. I'm not leading you. So, um, so I've always been, like I said, I've always had a resistance to it, but I felt like at this point in my life, um, that's just something that sounds right. I don't know how else to explain it. It just sounds like, yeah, Yeah. to, I, and I don't, I'm not necessarily needing the title so much, but I feel like it does give some legitimacy to, like you say, how long you've been practicing and then you say, you know, you've, you've done the work. Cause it, like I said, it, it takes years to get to that point. We're going to have to be in study for several years 
in order, even, even with all the years we have under our belt of witchcraft, it's going to take us several more years to be able to reach that status. And, um, there's going to be another journey for us. Yes, absolutely. And it's a completely different path than yeah. both of us were just talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. hundred <laughs> percent. <100%. So, laughs> yep. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I think, I think that getting readings are fun. And what will probably happen for me, and I, I don't know if Lacey will do the same thing, but um, after I have taken care of auntie and uncle or auntie and great-great-grandfather or whatever he is, um, I will probably go back and get an additional readings yeah. just to see if there's anything that was left undone or if yeah anything that i need to address anything that i need to clean up a specific way that i need to cleanse to kind of you know kind of make sure the rest of the family line is taken care of um you know just that housekeeping piece and, and kind of tying it off with the bow leave it all smoothed over <laughs> yep yep well we want to thank everybody for listening today if you have any questions please don't hesitate to ask. Um, as always, you can leave us voice messages. Tell us what you'd like to hear. And, and we're going to have some guests. So we've got a couple of people who have already said yes, including potentially Afro spiritual coming on. And uh, Lacey and I were talking and we were thinking about if he's down for it. We're not sure if the process is something that he wouldn't want recorded, but uh, we were thinking about maybe doing a live reading. Let us know if that's something you might be interested in. One of those people out of what we did five people that we got readings from total, one of those five people would probably be interested, but we also thought if nothing else, it would be really fun to have Afro on and have him talk about some of his experiences and things like that, because you and I don't practice hoodoo. I don't know much about hoodoo and it might be an interesting topic to just, you know, kind of chat about. Absolutely. Yep. And he's just really, he's a joy to talk to. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yep. you'll, you'll love it. Yes. Yes. We think you'll like him a lot. And if you, if you have any suggestions or you've gotten a reading, maybe you've gotten a reading from one of these people, please put it in the comments when we post this. Cause we would love to hear if there's anybody in particular that you got a reading from it was like life-changing reading. Cause I would say most of these readings were fairly life-changing for us. Um, then go ahead and leave them in the comments because I I will try another reading here, you know, in a few months and after I've taken care of my ancestor thing and, and see what, what, where my path leads at that point. See if it's taken a complete 180. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. Well, we are willing to check people out for sure. Definitely. <laughs> all right. Well, we wish you all a good evening and we will see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode. We are so grateful that you chose to hang out with us. Head on over to whatever platform you are on and give us a review. Share this episode with a fellow witch who you think might enjoy it. Or head on over to the Anchor app to let us know what you enjoyed, want to hear more of, or leave us an audio question that we can feature in future episodes. You can also continue the fun over at our Instagram at Witch Talk After Dark. Until next time, witches and witchlings, keep making magic.